Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. When you don't have a clear curriculum for your classroom, it is so overwhelming to try to put that together yourself. Spending hours on Pinterest and Google, pulling worksheets and pulling pieces of curriculum together to make something that works for your classroom. That's why we created the Autism Helper Curriculum and now offer Curriculum Access. Curriculum Access gets you access to all levels and all subjects of the highly differentiated, evidence-based Autism Helper Curriculum. You can have students working on letter identification and working on parts of speech at the same time in our easy-to-use curriculum. We currently have hundreds of teachers using Curriculum Access from all over the world with consistently rave reviews. I want you to join that group of teachers. Now is the time to ask your administrators for curriculum access. We have an email template ready to go so you can ask them to set up a demo. Your administrators can jump on a live call with our team members to see everything that's included in the Autism Helper curriculum access. Next year, let's reduce the overwhelm. Let's start the year out with a path and a plan and resources to meet all the diverse needs of your students. Let's make next year the year of curriculum access. Head over to the show notes to learn more. Hi, I'm Sasha Long, special ed teacher and board certified behavior analyst. Welcome to the Autism Helper Podcast. I'm here to explore different strategies to improve the lives of individuals with autism. Welcome back to the Autism Helper Podcast. We have been talking about assessment the last few weeks on the podcast. I'm excited to keep this conversation going. So assessments can feel daunting, right? Even just that word, you're like, oh, assessments. No one went into teaching because they love assessments, right? I think that negative connotation with assessments comes from really having a hard time finding assessments that work. Maybe a lot of the mandated assessments that you have to use are not helpful, They don't give you new information about that child. They don't tell you what to do next. And you're kind of lost. And now you're doing something that just kind of feels like a waste of time. So then, of course, you're going to have that reaction of like, ugh, assessments, waste of time, not helpful. Those aren't the kind of assessments we're going to talk about here. We're going to talk about assessments that are helpful, that will give you new ideas, that will help tell you what to do next. So I'm going to share four tips today for utilizing assessments. And I want to kind of start this conversation with, being open-minded, right? We're not talking about assessments that aren't, you know, that are going to be a time suck and not give valuable information. We're going to kind of be open-minded on what assessments could look like. Because I think if we change our definition of what's included in assessments, we may have less of that negative reaction, right? So first, and this starts off the conversation perfectly, lean on informal assessments. So as we said, that negative connotation comes from things that maybe are mandated, that we have to do, that are not helpful. So if the assessments that you have available to you are not valuable and giving you new information, then create informal assessments that do. 
You as a teacher are fully capable and expertly prepared to create informal assessments for your students. You are. You know your students. You know what they need to learn. So create assessments that can help identify those holes in their knowledge, that can help identify where they need to go next. Don't feel like, oh, I can't create an assessment. Yeah, assessment can be a worksheet that you repeat regularly. An assessment can be a checklist of skills. Create something simple, usable. We can create simple tools that we repeat once a quarter or once a month to see growth. That's what we want a tool to do, to be able to show growth. An assessment is going to see where the missing skills are, then you're going to provide instruction, and then you repeat that assessment to see if instruction was helpful, right? That's a kind of great pattern to think about. Assessment, instruction, assessment. And that second assessment is going to show you if your instruction worked. So repeated activities, repeated observations or checklists, repeated worksheets, repeated flashcard sets can be used as assessments because we're going to compare the score from when we started to when we ended. Maybe that first assessment showed that the learner could read five words a minute. And then after a lot of instruction, they can read 25 words a minute. That second assessment is showing us that that instruction worked, which is great to know. We want to know that. And yes, our data will show us that along the way, but those assessments are really important to see that growth. So don't be afraid of informal assessments. Lean on them. Utilize informal assessments regularly because it's going to help really individualize what information you need about each student. Number two, make a schedule for your assessments. So I kind of just touched on this in the last one, but you know, repeating something every month or once a quarter, that all sounds great, right? You're like, I'm going to do my Fountas and Pinnell reading assessment three times this year. And then what happens? Life gets in the way. We get a new student. We have challenging behaviors. A staff member leaves on medical leave and everything's kind of just treading water and survival. And all of a sudden it's April and you've only done that assessment once right? We for sure all had those years. So instead, make a schedule. Don't think you're going to remember because life's just too busy. This job is just too busy. Instead, make a schedule. So if you want to conduct a literacy assessment on a regular cadence, have a plan and go through all of the assessments you want to repeat. If you want to do the ABLES twice a year, if you want to do the VB map once a year, if you want to repeat the informal literacy assessment that's part of the Roadmap to Reading course, twice a year. Have a schedule for all of the assessments you're planning on doing and the cadence and for which students. Have that all ready to go and then take those dates and put them in your calendar. Put them in your planner. Put them in your lesson plans. Because if it all is this beautiful, you know, can't schedule that you just put in a binder and don't look at, that's not going to be that helpful. Have a prompt or reminder for you. Maybe the first of the month in your calendar, an alert comes up that says, Update Johnny's VB map, do Sarah and Alex and um, Max's literacy assessment, and do Gianna's informal math assessment. So there's a little list of what you have to accomplish this month. You write that on a post-it, you put that near your desk, you put that into your lesson plans for the month. We want something that's going to be simple and easy that we can really embed into our days during your direct instruction, during your morning meeting, during your group time. Now you can implement those assessments. That's when we want to implement it. We want to really embed this into our day 
And that's why we have all of these centers that we're running because that's going to be a great time to do those assessments. It doesn't have to be like, okay, I got to block off the next two weeks. Instead, embed that into your day. So make that schedule. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Number three, get prepped ahead of time. So with a lot of assessments, there's a lot of things you need, right? We love the ABLES and the VB map here at the Autism Helper if you've been following us for a while. And we have really huge sets of resources for implementing and then providing instruction on ABLES and VB map aligned goals. And I made those originally out of the frustration of running the ABLES myself and having to run around like a madwoman trying to find all the materials I needed to implement that assessment. And I ended up having so many challenging behaviors when trying to implement this assessment and it really being kind of inaccurate data at that point because my student was ready to learn, ready to work, and I was like trying to find the right material. So I was running away, going to grab this, going to grab this. And then soon the student's bored. And when kids are bored, they engage in off-task behaviors just like all of us. And I, it was now a fight to come back to the table. And then now he's not ready to show me what he knows. Instead, having everything ready to go of if I'm working on assessing non-examples, I have non-example flashcards right here. If I'm working on assessing feature function in class, I have feature function in class tools right here ready to go. And the organization piece is really the biggest prep thing that you need because you may have all those tools in your class, but having them organized labeled, ready to grab. If I'm working on this skill, I can just grab it and go. I'm working on C52. Great. Grab it. Here we are. It's not looking around for it. The organization thing made it really, really efficient for me for both the ABLES and the VB, VB map. So consider if you use either of those assessments, investing in some tool that gets you organized or organizing the materials you have so you can grab things when you need them. Maybe you have sets of materials that you always use for this assessment. So you want to just have it labeled or in a way that you can find it quickly when your learner's there. So prep ahead of time, go through assessments ahead of time and answer things you already know. If you've regularly seen a child demonstrate a skill, then mark it down. You don't have to assess that. For your literacy assessments, have passages, have books, have context clue flashcards, have all those things ready. So basically, when that student sits down ready to show you what he knows, you're ready with the stuff. That's big picture how you want to be. And again, just as I said in the last step, we want to embed this into our day. There shouldn't be like, okay, I'm going to pull you. It's going to be a special quiet time. Do it during your direct instruction, during your fluency time. Embed that into the day. This might take two weeks because it might be done in short 10-minute sessions. That's okay because it's going to feel less of this strain on everyone if we just embed it into our natural day. And that child will be able to demonstrate what they know more accurately. And the last tip for assessments is a fun one. Share the progress. Share the progress that your students are having on their assessments with your team and with parents and caregivers. They want to see. They want to see the good stuff. They want to know the success their child is having. I will never forget the first time that I brought an ABLES assessment to an IEP. 
it was a parent who English was not their first language. And my Spanish was like real. I mean, my Spanish is really bad now. It was better back then, but I was struggling to communicate in Spanish with her. And the translator was running late as happens. And I had the ABLES assessment with me. And if you use the ABLES, you know, you know, you color in the skills that are demonstrated. And then when you give the ABLES again, you use a different color and color in the new skills that they've learned. And so I was explaining this to her and you could see her eyes kind of light up because the student had made some pretty significant gains in the last six months. And that was what the second color was. The second color was green. So I was saying, you know, everything green is what he's learned in the last six months. And you know, she didn't, she wasn't familiar with the ABLES. She'd never seen that before. This, she didn't understand exactly which skill meant which, but just her seeing that how much green was on that piece of paper, she was like, oh my gosh, he's learned so much. And she was so excited. Having that visual representation is huge. Instead of being like, okay, I'm going to list for you all the things he can do. It was like, wow, look, look where we were and look where we are now, just visually. So use those tools. A lot of assessments have great tracking tools. A lot, you know, reading A to Z will show progress online and print those out, show those, show the before and after. If you use the autism helper curriculum, share the before and after on your pre and post test. Hey, when we did unit three pre-test, he had six out of 24 and post-test he had 23 out of 24. Again, hearing those numbers is meaningful for parents and caregivers. It's meaningful for your team. If your team is the one implementing a lot of instruction, share those successes. Oh my gosh, you guys, when we did this assessment before, he was at reading level C and now you're never gonna believe it. He's at reading level E. Look at all those jumps he made. That's crazy. Share that success. So often we're focused too much on what a student can't do. Instead, celebrate the successes that they've made. Take that moment to live in the like, oh my gosh, we made all this progress because that's what assessments can really show us. All right, so my challenge to you as we wrap up is to make assessments useful. Make assessments something that you can embed into your day that will give you the information you need to plan your student's curriculum. It doesn't have to be overwhelming. It doesn't have to be time consuming. It just needs to be functional. You have the skills to do that. You know your students, you know the content. So create simple tools, schedule them into your day, get prepped ahead of time, and then celebrate that progress. Thanks for listening to the Autism Helper Podcast. If you liked what you heard and want to hear more, hit subscribe. It would mean a lot to me if you left some feedback. Whether I'm working one-on-one with a student, doing a podcast like this one, or presenting for a PD, My goal is always to provide as much value as I can. So your feedback really helps me make sure I'm doing just that. If you have other topics you'd like me to cover, leave in the feedback or message me on social media. You can follow me at The Autism Helper on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest. Or visit my website, theautismhelper.com. Thanks again for listening. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. 
Having the right resources for your classroom is essential to making sure your classroom is running smoothly. At the Autism Helper Shop, we have all of the resources you need to make sure you have the behavior, communication, and curriculum supports for your students. Within our shop, we have adapted books, task cards, resources aligned to the VB map and the ABLES, behavior plan flowcharts, data sheets, curriculum, Everything you need, whether you are an early childhood teacher or a high school teacher, we have all of the resources that will meet those students' needs. So head over to shop.theautismhelper.com to check out all of our resources.